This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! Today's episode is the Winter 2019 Anime Season Preview. We have winter coming right around the corner. Shows are wrapping up for the fall season, and so it's time to give people a kind of perspective on what's coming up around the corner, in case you haven't heard already, and uh, our thoughts on how they're going to play out, give you a synopsis, give you the studios that are working on them, and uh, kind of an idea of what we can kind of see behind the curtain, who's, who's working on it. Uh, maybe notable directors and writers and stuff like that. Um, and before moving on to the next one and the next one, on. it is a pretty, um, it's a pretty small season. I mean, it's still like 30 plus shows and you still technically have like eight shows carrying over from fall. Like there's, there's so many shows that are going to be kind of, uh, two coring through the season. Plus you have some that are going three cores as well. Um, but, uh, a few little, um, sequels in there, quite a, quite a bit of sequels that we're kind of excited for, but, Overall, like new shows, not really too much. So this might actually be a quick preview for once. Nah, <laughs> that would never happen. The only uh, unfortunate thing here, and you we, can extend it out by doing a monkey or something. No, I'm not doing the monkey thing. Uh, <laughs> the unfortunate thing is, and to kind of let people know, we are technically recording this a little bit early, probably about a week earlier than I usually like to, which isn't hugely significant. But uh, as usual for these previews. Everything is subject to change. Some of these shows could fall off. Some of these show, new shows can show up out of nowhere. Uh, it is, is kind of one of those things with doing previews that sometimes things shift. Um, plus, there could be some changes in the uh, the guard, so to speak. People working on them can change. Uh, new things can come to light. There's a couple shows that I had literally nothing listed for them. So, that can happen. But overall, I think I have a pretty good perspective on what's coming up here. So, True. They could, they could dump the entire list and then come up with a whole other list. We're just going full CGI shows. Yeah, they could do that just, too. Just get rid of it all and replace it all with 
crummy CGI. And that'll be the season. Uh, but yeah, I guess we can jump right into it. Like I said, we'll, we'll go through all these shows that are seemingly new. There are some that are kind of reboots, but I ended up putting them in the new list anyways because they're not direct sequels. You can actually watch them without having watched anything prior to it. Then we'll go into shows that are returning for new seasons and then get into shorts and then kind of the carryovers and ones and movies. We'll get into that stuff as well. So that's always fun. And then we'll give our ideas on what shows are our favorites. So do you have a pen and paper ready for that? Oh, I need to, huh? <laughs> do, you, do you actually want to prepare this time? Probably better. Hold on. Oh, sorry. Here, that and a pen. I'm going to go grab a pen from my room. I got a notepad right here. There's a pen up there. I have everything you need. All right. You ready now? I'm guessing. Okay. Let's start off with the first one, which you have is Tate no Yusha no Nariagari, or The Rising of the Shield Hero. This is actually one that I've heard a, a couple little whispers about over the last few years, so it's kind of interesting to finally see this one come out as an adaptation. This one is Naofumi Iwatani, an uncharismatic otaku who spends his days on games and manga, suddenly finds himself summoned to a parallel universe. Oh, <gasps> Isekai show! <laughs> uh, he discovers he is one of four heroes equipped with legendary weapons and tasked with saving the world from its prophesized destruction as a shield hero, the weakest of the heroes. All is not as it seems. Naofumi is uh, soon alone, penniless, and betrayed, with no one to turn to and nowhere to run. He is left with only a shield. Now, Nofumi uh, must rise to become the legendary shield hero and save the world, and then is joined with a puppy girl. I don't know why they didn't include any knowledge of the puppy girl, but there is a puppy girl. I, that She should have been in the synopsis. She seems pretty important in the PV, so... That gusting is crazy. The studio's working on this one is uh, Kinema Citrus, who, of course, worked on Maiden Abyss, Barakamon, Review Starlight here recently, Yu Yu Shiki, uh, Ping Pong Girls. The genres are action, adventure, comedy, drama, fantasy, romance, and seinen. And the source of this one is a light novel, which is 19 volumes ongoing. So we'll probably never see a conclusion to this. <laughs> yeah, this one, uh, I don't know what to think of it. I, I think the puppy girl is really cute, and so hopefully she will be a cool little... Uh, uh, chemistry with him. It does seem like it is going to be relatively dark. I don't know how dark. It looks pretty gruesome towards the later parts of it. It shows like a little flashback of the... I don't know what her name is, so I'm going to keep calling her Puppy Girl. She might not even be a Puppy Girl. She could be something completely different. Like a Panther Girl. But <laughs> it looks like she's recalling something really gruesome in her past, and something looks like terribly happens to uh, Naofumi at some point, and she's pretty upset about it. So it looks like it will be it, it it the the PV for it gives me re-zero feels. Not that he's gonna die and resurrect over and over again, just the the tone seems to be in that nature. I didn't see too much lightheartedness in the trailer, so that could shift a little bit there, but uh Yeah, I'm I'm pretty interested in it. I I'm not too like I do like that it's he's a unique hero. He's a, a shielder. He's a tank. Yeah, a tank, there you go. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see what goes. the The animation, everything looks pretty solid. Character designs look solid. So I'm, I'm, I'm on board with it. I'm absolutely like super excited about this show. I, I, ever since I, I first heard of this, and everybody who's ever I've ever heard talking about this story wise as 
been absolutely a phenomenal uh, praise of this story. So I can't wait to see how it all plays out. Um, it seems like it's going to be a solid, uh, just the whole, only, wholehearted show. The only questionable thing I can say about the PV, and I don't know if it might just be that there's going to be some story explanation of why it seems that, that, that there is actually a time frame there. Uh, the girl looks like she's changing in age. <laughs> like one shot, she looks like she's like 12. One shot, she looks like she's in late teens. I mean, it, it's almost like it can't decide. I know there's some scenes in there that are flashbacks, but some scenes are literally with him in the picture and she looks younger than what she does in other shots. So I don't know if maybe a lot of time is going to pass in the first uh, story beats that the, that it's going to go through that, this, that the PV's covering. Um, but um, hopefully they won't be... And inconsistent with the character design is all I'm saying, but um, yeah, that's um, I'm definitely on board with it. So we'll see how it turns out. Just another Isekai show, Chris. <sighs> We're supposed to go. Bleh. I didn't. The only other unfortunate thing is I didn't see anybody significant working on this. Again, they could be adding new people later on, but um, what I was able to look up so far, nothing significant uh, for the team wise, anyways. But Kinema Citrus is a it's a pretty solid studio. Um, I know that it's not indicative of them completely, but they technically did review Starlight, which was original, uh, made in Abyss. Again, different directors and everything like that. So don't don't think that is completely uh, a sign of them. So yeah. Moving forward, another one that uh, I have heard a lot of whispering about over time is uh, this one that's being adapted now, which is the Promised Neverland or Yakusoku no Neverland. This one is the synopsis. Emma, Norman, and Ray are the brightest kids at the Gracefield House Orphanage. And under the care of a woman they prefer to, uh, they refer to as mom, all the kids have enjoyed comfortable life, good food, clean clothes, and a perfect environment to learn. What more could an orphan ask for? One day, though, Emma and Norma uncover a dark truth of the outside world they were forbidden from seeing. Uh, this one is studio is Cloverworks, which did Persona 5 and did a sisterial work for Darling and the Franks and Slow Star. So they don't really have too much under their belt, but hopefully that won't hold them back. The genres are sci-fi, mystery, horror, and shonen. And the source is a 11-volume manga that is ongoing. And the interesting people working on this is Mamoru Kanbei, who did Elfin Laid, uh, Sora Nawoto, and Perfect Insider, as well as series composition being done by Toshiya Uno, who did Gutchman Crowds and Land of the Lustrous. So two really solid people working on this one um, to kind of <laughs> bring my hopes back up from it being Cloverworks working on it. So uh, solid team working on it and um, a decent studio, hopefully, that will be able to put it to work. Like I said, I, I've heard a couple of whispering about this one. I think the only thing that's kind of off-putting just by watching the PV is that the characters' faces look like extremely small to their faces. Like their their facial features, like the eyes and mouth, look like extremely small in the scale of their actual faces. Like they have a lot of empty space in there. So I'm assuming that's just a character design. Um, this is a design that they had for the original source material or something. Uh, but it's, it is a little bit weird looking um, how their faces are all different. Anyways, um, yeah, that's. Um, Unfortunately, with the PV-wise, I, I, I just found a bunch of, like, short CMs, so they're, like, literally uh, 15 seconds each, and there's, like, five of them, and it's just just quick little snippets of either the uh, Uberworld doing the music for it, some other group doing the other music for it, 
different uh, seiyu, stuff like that. So hard to get a full perspective on it. I did find that when I was looking up information about it, it was uh, a lot of people chattering about it and hinting at certain aspects of it. So be very careful you look about anything on this one because it looks like there's a lot of, um, there might be a lot of spoilers out there. Especially like if you look up, just looking up PVs on YouTube, there's just tons of people posting uh, reactions to certain volumes, uh, posting just complete uh, scans of the, the manga itself. So be careful looking around for information on it. For it as a synopsis itself, I'm not, like, hugely... I mean, yeah, I, I sometimes like those types of stories, the the kids in a place are in, in no sight. I mean, like, from the New World, the, the whole idea of, you know, you can't go past this point or you, you see the secrets that are out in the world that you're not supposed to see. The only thing that's kind of scary about it is that the, the key art itself just makes me kind of cringe a little bit. I'm hoping it won't be too angsty kids kind of thing because that usually kind of off-puts me, but we'll see. It has promise. I myself, I'm not getting too much from the show. I I don't. When I watched the 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 uh, the PV, I didn't get much from it. I the the synopsis doesn't give me a whole lot of of, of hope for it. So I I really only have mo- mostly just the artwork and the the PV to go on, and neither of them are really kind of gripping me. So will say it's nice that for once we have PVs that don't tell you everything about what's going on. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they are very small snippets, so uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, next one we have, oh my gosh, one that Andrew is like going to overhype and it's going to suck if it fails because he's overhyping it, but I am super jazzed for this one. This is Boogie Pop Wa Wada Wa Nai or Boogie Pop Never Laughs. This one is, there is an urban legend that children tell their uh, one another about a Shinigami that can release people from the pain that they may be suffering. The angel of death has a name, Boogie Pop, and the legends are true. Boogie Pop is real. Again, this is a kind of a rebooting of the original one. It was a light novel back in the day. They had an adaptation that uh, Madhouse did back in 2000, and now they are, for some reason, I am perfectly fine with it. They are, for some reason, doing a actual re-adaptation of it, and I am super jazzed for it uh, because I really enjoy the original Boogie Pop Phantom it was a nice kind of psychological horror type show. I'm hoping we have the return of psychological horror. We need I'm, some good psychological horror shows. I'm really mixed on this. I really, really, really want to hit uh, hit this one up, but I'm so. I mean, it, it looked really dark when I was watching the PV. So it's like, oh, this is like legendary show. I have to watch it just based on that alone. Um. Yeah. Were you bothered by the head dropping off of the girl on the lot, the wires? No, it wasn't <laughs> nothing like that. There's so much gore in the the PV that they released here recently, so it's like, yeah, this one's gonna be dark. It's gonna be gruesome. It's gonna be brutal. It's just like an old school horror show, and I'm so up for it. I mean, it's not like that stupid type of horror that's just over the top. It's 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 just kind of unsettling horror, which is something that we really haven't seen much of uh, recently. If anything, it's just too much. Um, this one kind of has that tone already set for it that I'm excited for. So, again, Madhouse is doing this one as well. Again, Madhouse did the original one, did Parasite, Wolf Children, Summer Wars, Dino Coil, tons of great series. Um, again, the source is a light novel. The uh, cool pers- uh, people behind this one is we have Ao Yuki will be voicing one of the characters in it. Uh, Myth and Roy is going to be doing music for it. If you check out the uh, second PV, they actually have Myth and Roy's music in there. I think I'll probably have it in the opening or the closing for this episode. Um, I don't really, I didn't really find anybody notable that's working on this one, but 
like I said, I'm, I have a lot of high hopes for it. Just be, based off the PV itself, it already looks great. The animation, the uh, sound design, music, everything is just kind of uh, telling me this is going to be really, really cool to come back. So I'm hype. I'm super hype. I hope it lives up to my hype. <laughs> it is probably the one that I'm looking forward to the most this season. So the return of Boogie Pop. I'm excited for it. Yep, yep. Did I gush enough? No, no. I yeah, yeah a, a solid uh, um, gush would be a, probably about ten minutes worth, and we only got about two minutes out of that one. Yeah, let's move on though. Uh, Kaguya-sama wa Kokura Setai Tensai Tachi no Renai Zunosen, or Kaguya-sama Love Is War. This one is Kaguya Shinomiya and Miyuki Shirogane are the members of an incredibly prestigious Shuichin Academy's student council, asserting their position as geniuses amongst geniuses. All the time they spend together has caused the two of them to develop feelings for each other, but their pride will not allow them to be the, uh, the one to confess and become the submissive one in the relationship. Love is war, and the battle to make the other one confess now begins. Uh, it's an interesting synopsis for what I was thinking the show was going to be about. <laughs> this that actually just makes it even ten times more amazing. I I actually I get a really big kick out of this uh, story. Um, just just going off of the the video alone, it was one of those. Um, what exactly are they going for here? And I'm. I'm as I'm watching it, I'm, I'm getting more and more uh, kind of curious about it. And then I was like, okay, is this going to be some kind of cheesy mix between, um, what was that? Uh, not assassination classroom, but it, the, 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 the Yuri um, classroom where it was a battle royale, but it was uh, Yuri couples that, that kept uh, coupling up and then they would have to kill each other. And that was the, the whole synopsis. And it was, om- it sounds almost like that where, um, but it was it, it it has something to do with uh, kind of convincing the other Riddle person. Riddle story of devil. Riddle story of devil. Yeah, you got it. Um, where you um you it or is it kind of like that where uh, they're they're actually having a battle royale or is it a matter of um, trying to convince the other one to uh, uh, confess their love just before you kill them because that makes it to where they can't they can't. Uh, kill you and stuff like that so it, it was all kinds what of ideas running <laughs> yeah all kinds of ideas were running through my head and then why we is got that this. okay to you but not boogie pop the no, no, idea no, 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 of no, no, killing no, 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 people no, no, before <laughs> right after you confess to them is great that's that was where 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 my 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 okay what is this exactly are we doing here and then I, so I don't know if we're gonna get this dark, but it it does look like a lot of fun. If it, it is just a, a a a thing of being the submissive one in in the relationship, that is, that is a kick. I guess the kind of the only unfortunate thing about it is it looks like it's gonna be like that kind of edgy dark, but it's not gonna be dark. You know, it's not gonna be dark. Um, I could be wrong though. We'll, we'll see. A One Pictures is working on that one again. They do Grand Blue Fantasy, Servanex Service, uh, Sword Online, tons of shows. That's gonna be too much to list. These are our comedy, psychological, romance, school, and seinen. The source is a manga that has 11 volumes ongoing. And the director that working on this is Shinichi Omata, who did Shogun Roku Raku Shinju and Grand Crest Senki. So, decent director to working on it. Hopefully he can pull something cool out of that. The PB didn't really, like I said, didn't really give me anything. I was I was kind of getting vibes of that, um, just, a, just a school battler is what I was kind of getting out of it. So it was kind of nice getting a synopsis out of this one. 
Uh, good character designs, though. They're kind of kind of decent. They're different, a little slightly different. Than I just, I, I, I do. I kind of hope it's just cheesy fun and and not turned into something because it, it 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 does have this mix where it just seems like it might go dark. I and I and I really do hope it doesn't. I I hope it just gets just cheesy f- fun. I will admit that the PV kind of makes it look a little generic, so hopefully not. Uh, moving forward, another one that I'm pretty dang excited about. This is kind of another one of those to add to the list of uh, titles that um, MAPPA is kind of bringing back. Uh, currently working on this in a studio, MAPPA and Tezuka Productions. But Dororo, this one is Dororo, a young orphan thief, falls into the company of Hyakimura, Amaru, a powerful demon hunting Ronin. Before Hyakimaru uh, birth, his father, a greedy feudal lord, uh, feudal lord, made a pact with 40 demons and let them each take a piece of his unborn son's body. In return he, uh, for granting him great power, Hyakimaru, oh my gosh, I can't see it. Zed was born without arms, legs, and eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. Barely a human creature, and his father had him thrown into a river. He was rescued by and raised by Dr. Honma, who made him artificial limbs and helped him learn to fight the demons. Each time he defeats one of the and reclaims one, of, uh, one piece of his body. Now he is uh, he and Dororo travel together through the war-torn countryside. So basically, if you... Uh, for some reason, I butchered that synopsis. <laughs> Guy basically gave body parts of this child to demons and discarded the leftovers of the child. Person raises the child and gives him uh, limbs to work with. And um, he goes around and kills all the demons in order to get back his body parts. So the PV definitely makes sense now because he is brutal as hell. <laughs> Uh, this is a bit, of course, based off of a really old manga series. It was ba- way back in 1967. This manga series was out. They did an adaptation of it in 1969 as an anime, and then in 2007 they did a live action of this. So now we're finally doing another anime adaptation of it with Mappa. And they definitely do seem like they're capturing uh, an old art style to it. It looks very brutal. Really awesome art uh, art style. Great animation going on in it. And like I said it is also capturing that old school brutality. It just looks very gruesome, violent, and he looks really mad. <laughs> he's got like, of course he's got missing limbs. And so he's got like blades in his missing arms and he's just running around slicing up people and carrying his limbs that he took off. <laughs> it just looks crazy. So definitely excited for this one. Dang it. Mappa. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, let's see here. Action, adventure, demons, historical, shonen, and supernatural. Uh, the producers are Twin Engines. They've been doing a lot of really cool stuff with uh, pulling some old stuff in and adaptations of things we don't normally get. So I'm really liking Twin Engines in that regard. Uh, director is Kazuhiro Furuhashi, who did Geekbackers, Hunter Hunter, Gundam Unicorn, Roroni Kenshin. So you got some cool Roroni action there in the fighting styles. Uh, series composition is Yasuko Kobayashi, who did Claymore, Garo, uh, Kakagururi, uh, Shiraku Nanashana, Attack on Titan. So just an awesome director and series composition writer that will be working together on this one. So everything about this says Andrew's going to love it. So right there with Boogie Bop Panthem is, is another one that I'm just really excited for. So Again, dang it, Mappa. Okay. Moving on, we have... Uh, 
Go tobun no Hanayomi, or five tobun no Hanayomi, or the quint- quintessential quintuplets. This one is one day a poor high school second year named Futaro Uisugi comes across a private tutoring gig uh, with good pay, but his pupils are his classmates and they're quintuplets and uh, or, and they're all gorgeous girls. Okay, this is really weirdly written. But they're also troublemakers who hate to study and are on the verge of flunking out. And his first task is to simply gaining the sisters' trust. Every day is a party. The curtain is rising on blah, blah, blah. Stupid stuff. Uh, this one's being done by Tezuka Productions. And, of course, they did Astro Boy, uh, Blackjack. They're just a studio that's been around for a really long time. Uh, these genres are harem, comedy, romance, school, and shonen. These sources of manga. The series composition writer and script writer is Keichiro... Uh, Ochi, who did Hinamatsuri. And, um, yeah. Did you already write it down on your thing? Oh, you wrote da 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 We started moving on to this one, and you started writing something. I'm like, man, he's like harem writing that one down. Mm-hmm. So, interested in the... That, I sadly don't have a PV to go with, so it's just literally... Yeah, it... it, it 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 seems cute. Um, uh, I I I can I can I can say I'm 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 interested just based on cheesy harem. I love cheesy harems. So can you I'm, work with just harem, or does it have to be etchy harem? Exactly. That's that's the question. <laughs> I, I there's it, there's too much uh, up in the air on this one, so I can't really just jump all hundred percent in. It's just I hope so. One thing I will say is. Uh, we didn't have PV with actual animation in it, but we did have PVs that just said, here's the seiyus and just showed stills of the manga. Um, a lot of really good seiyus that are working on it. I know that one is uh, Ochiko from My Hero Academia. She's going to be one of the characters so, in there. So I'm on board. Uh, that's always good. <laughs> so we're, we're we're on a positive note there, even though we don't have a, a, a PV to work with. Next one we have is Revision. Or Revision, sorry. Revisions. This is a prediction. An extreme crisis will befall the five of you someday. At the time, you five will protect everyone. Daisuke Dojima is a second-year high school student who, as a child, was kidnapped. Daisuke, along with his friends Guy Lu, Marima, and, uh, Mari, 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 and Kesaku, get wrapped up in a mysterious phenomenon known as the Shibuya Drift. The central area of Shibuya rises and is transported at least 300 years in the future, quote-unquote, the future. What awaits them is a vast wasteland and forest dotted with ruins. There, they will work to, uh, with the future people, Revisions, to operate giant mechanical monsters. Daisuke meets a girl named Ma- uh, Milo and has the same name as a, per- as a person who kidnapped Daisuke. Uh, Milo informs Daisuke that he's the only one that can operate the doll weapon string puppet and protect Shibuya. Daisuke and his friends must take back the present and fight for the future of the town of isolation against an unknown enemy. <sighs> so it is Shirogumi uh, that only really worked to help with uh, Urahara and Etotama. Uh, you can probably assume it's the CGI they did with Etotama because this is an entire CGI uh, project. The source is an original. The director is Goro Tanaguchi, who did Kogias, Maria the Virgin Witch, and Planetus. And the creator is Makoto Fukami, who did script work for uh, Psychopaths and School Live. So, yeah. This is a Netflix project, by the way. So, get ready for this one to probably appear in summer or spring of 2019, unfortunately. 
The one fun thing that I did notice about the the PV is that I was totally thinking this guy looks just like Shinji. He his face looks just and he's getting in a mecha robots. <laughs> is he totally a ripoff of Shinji? He looks like Shinji and he has to pilot the mecha. Oh man, there's too many correlations there that, that I cannot ignore, but uh hopefully he doesn't have daddy issues. But no, I did like the concept of it. It looked really cool. It looked really, really post-apocalyptic. Um, now I know that they're transported somewhere, not that they just everything outside of their town got destroyed. Uh, based off the fact that I just watched the, watched the PV before this, uh, it does look good. Uh, the CGI looks decent. It, it does have a little bit of stiffness there, but um, I do like the kind of more cell shaded look to the characters rather than than a uh, a full CGI look of the characters. So it does look like they did a pretty decent job on the CGI. So. Hopefully we won't have to wait too long for this one because it this is kind of one of those ones where if it doesn't look like it's doing all too much and it releases in summer, it makes it more difficult to go back and uh, commit to go back and actually check it out. Shows like this kind of get lost in the in the fray. The only thing that I was thinking the entire time was this is going to be one of those Andy um, kick back and forth shows where he can't decide if he likes it or not. <laughs> well, you think it's going to be a crossing? No, just just uh, one of those shows where you like the concept of it, but you don't like the CGI or something like that. Or something or doesn't get yeah, executed so. properly. Yeah. Being original, at least we can hope that it'll have a decent conclusion. That's the upside. But yeah, well, we'll see if it. Uh, we'll see if it. Uh, we we can actually get to watch it when it's being aired. Hopefully, come on Netflix. Let's make let's make a change for 2019. Netflix. Let's make a change for 2019. Next one we have is, well, it being Netflix being already labeled on it, it, hopefully it'll be one of those ones where they just drop the entire show. That could be a thing. Anyways, Domestic Na Konojo or Domestic Konojo or <laughs> Domestic Girlfriend, sorry. Uh, high schooler Natsuo is hopefully hopelessly in love with the cheerful and popular teacher Hina. However, one day, a mixer, he meets a moody girl named uh, Rui and ends up sleeping with her. Soon after, his father announces that he is getting remarried to a woman with two daughters of her own. And who shows up in tow other than both Hina and Rui? Natsuo's <laughs> outrageous new life starts. <laughs> what are the odds of this? Dude, dude I has <laughs> got some issues. I, I would hate to be him. <laughs> Oh man! I I mean, it was okay when I was watching the PV. What I got from the PV was literally okay. This is a teacher, and he's sleeping with his students. This is oh questionable here. Okay, yeah, that's 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 what I was getting was that the that he was sleeping with the teacher. <laughs> no, I got that he was sleeping I, with a, a kid, and then he was had interest in a teacher. I got student right there. I didn't get teacher out of that girl. I was I was a little bit I, I was I was honestly confused by the PV so I I didn't and now reading the synopsis is like oh man no I didn't know it was so they were different different people I did I was a little bit confused of the hair that that's what I was more confused of was the hair was okay is this a uh, uh, back I, I I couldn't figure it out so what, what's the hair what are we talking about the hair her hair went from long to short it was confusing the the <laughs> crud out of me and so i just flipped it on to the next pv because it was like okay obviously i'm not going to get this in in two seconds i i thought we were time jumping all over the place in this pv so so yeah we're gonna we're gonna go from basically teacher having sex with student to 
teacher having sex with uh, his new sister, I guess. No, 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 no. The teacher, he's in love with the teacher. His, her little sister is, um, is her sister. Right. Well, okay. And, That's what and I'm now, saying. And his now, father got remarried and his daughters now are these two girls, yeah. the teacher and the, the student. And the student, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's now his, these are his sisters now. Yep. So I'm saying it went from he's having sex with a student to him having no, sex with his sister. No, he's not having sex with a student. Yes, it's at the very beginning. It he's says a, that he's, he's a teacher. Oh, he's a high schooler. He's a high schooler. That's what I was getting. Okay. <laughs> he looks old enough to be a teacher. Okay. It's a lot better now. Still wrong, but still. <laughs> the, the PV makes him look like a teacher. Like he looks I, older I, than everybody. I agree. There was all it was all over the place. I couldn't figure out what the heck was going he looks, on in the picture. Look how old he looks compared to everybody else. He looks he looks the same age as the teacher. I don't know. I'm confused. Okay. So schoolboy sleeping with girl at school, likes teacher. His dad gets married. Now they're all his sisters. Diomedia is working on it. <laughs> the girl's number, Fuka. Uh, problem children from another world. Uh, Lost village. Dramas are drama, romance, school, shonen, and the sources of manga. So, I'm hoping it's good that. drama. I'm hoping it's good drama. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have hope. Demon Pictures is a all kinds of teasing aside. Yeah, I thought Demon Pictures was a group that did adaptations of games. That's weird. Let me see it. But it is, it is a manga, so let's see here. Domestic Nakanojo. I'll make sure I'm not... Why would it be a game? That'd be a weird game. Yeah, it's a manga, so there you go. Anyways, moving on. Mahal Shoujo Toku Shusen Asuka. When the world is threatened by a sudden appearance of undead creatures, a group of young women blessed with powers from a mysterious source rose to defeat them. Now, after three years of apparent peace, the same malevolent creatures have resurfaced. Uh, five magical girls are once again uh, conscripted to war as Magical Girl Special Ops Force to defend mankind from an unholy nemesis. This is the one that a while back we watched the PV on the discussional and you, Chris was all super excited about it, so hopefully it I? lives up to its expectations. Yeah, you were like, something about if it focuses on something about Special Ops, it'll be really cool. I don't know. Magic Girls as Special Ops. Leiden Films is working on it. They did Yamada-kun, Seven Witches, Terraformars, Killing Bites, Hanabato, Love and Lies, Arslan Seki. These genres are drama, magic, and seinen. The source is a manga. And the creator is Makoto Fukami, who did script work for Psychopaths and School Live, which, like I mentioned earlier, is also doing the series composition for revisions uh, that Netflix is working on. So, um... Cool stuff. If you're looking for some violent magical girls with guns and junk, I have no clue. It seems like that's what's going to be. If you're looking for that, I can see. Definitely that. check it out. I could see me getting excited about the idea of um, using magical girls as as special ops. I can see that. Big lava monster. I'm not sure what they're going with there, but uh, we'll see. I, I think it'd be good. I mean, if they if they if they can. It looks like they're keeping it pretty serious, but it it doesn't really cross the line in the PV. So I'm not sure exactly how serious it's going to get. 
but I don't see anything that's bubbly or uh, not the typical magical bubbliness in there. But again, at the same time, it's not showing anything that's like overly try hard gritty. Nothing, yeah, no, I, I mean, there I, was no blood. <laughs> so that's that's kind of one of those things of like, yeah, it looks like it's going to be dark, but it's not going to be well, too dark, I guess. Yeah. It, like, I even mean, when she sliced up that dude, yeah, I don't think she sliced up the dude. Was, it wasn't. Oh, there was a little blood. Okay, I guess there's blood. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it doesn't wasn't, show it, though. It wasn't over the top gore. It, yeah, his so. neck's not flinging open, and you can see mm. like his his spine and i don't know <laughs> it's so i mean it is it, it is a mix i mean it's it's one of those things that if i i could see it being a lot of fun uh if it if if they just go ahead and and play to the to the strengths of that kind of a genre which would be an interesting concept altogether i i i think it would be a lot a lot of fun Maybe in between, like, Magical Raising Project and Madoka Magic, I guess, would be, like, the, the place it could be at. I don't know. All right. Moving on, we have Endro. This is another one that we recently talked about on the Discussional Podcast. We were, we were pretty high on what it looked like. It looked pretty cutesy and bubbly. This one, the anime story is set in Naralan, a continent this, with swords and magic in which humans and monsters coexist. The terrible demon king lives there in ancient time. The first generation who, heroes defeated the demon king. Over the many successive generations since then, the demon king has been resurrected, and a hero who opposes him has likewise reappeared. Girls attend a school for adventurers in order to defeat the demon king when he appears again. Though a bit absent-minded, Yusha has the body of a hero. The holy elf, Sela, troubles never end because she is too serious. The cheerful warrior, Fai, uh, loves to eat. Mei is the quiet otaku magician. As the four girls aim to be the hero's party, they live relaxing fantasy lives in a show uh, and show no signs of defeating the demon king no matter how much time passes. And there's a cute little demon lolly. I don't know why they didn't mention her in the synopsis, but there's a demon lolly. Probably the Demon Lord. Probably the Demon King, yeah. Um, the studio is Gakumi, who did Sweet Adored Children, Yuki Yuna as a Hero, Lance and Mesquez. The genres I don't have listed. Uh, it's an original series alongside a manga that they're releasing. And the series composition being done by Takashi Aoshima, who did Aho Girl, Gabriel's Dropout, uh, Hagane Orchestra, and Himoto Maruchan. The creator and writer is the same one that did uh, Yuru Yuri, so there you go stuff but yeah it looks like a lot of fun the seiyu cast is definitely top notch I, I recognize a lot of voices in there that are really great that i've loved in the past so looks like they'll have a pretty awesome cast to go with it it has a it it's a cute is it's a cute concept i do like the visual style of it i like the characters already um it is definitely probably going to live and die off if they, if they can keep up a solid uh, mixture of comedy. I'm certain they're probably going to play off a lot of the RPG jokes and a lot of the um, concepts of, again, fantasy and stuff like that. I just hope that they can keep a solid lineup of jokes and humor. Yeah, it does. It does seem like it's going to it's going to rely heavily on making fun of tropes. It's it, it looks like they're going to parody the fire out of everything. So hopefully they won't tire the jokes out too quickly and they'll just have a lot of fun and, and make a fun show. Oh, Yuri elf ear chomping. 
Uh, moving on, we have Girly Air Force. This one is, in the novel story, mysterious flying creatures known as Zai suddenly appear, and in order to fight the creatures, mankind creates fighter aircrafts called Daughters. That's interesting. As well as an automatic fighting mechanism, Anima, which are shaped like human uh, human girls. The Okay, this makes the synopsis. Or the, okay, I like putting context to the videos. The story centers around young ma- uh, a young man named Kei Narutani who yearns to fight in the skies. The and an anima considered to be human humanity's trump card. A girl named Grapen or Grapen, I guess. I probably Grapen. Interesting. Studio is Satellite. They did Disappearing of Nagato, Yuki-chan, Lord Marksman of Venatus, Log Horizon, uh, Tokenson Robbins. The genres are action and sci-fi. The source is a light novel, nine volumes ongoing. And yeah. It, the thing I took from the PV is that it definitely has some interesting uh, CGI dogfights. I, I I wouldn't even call them dogfights. It's just like literally the planes just do things that it makes absolutely zero sense. It's just they're just flying around without any kind of concern about velocity or wind or anything like that. Just they do whatever they want to do. So it's it's... I don't think it's going to be very interesting dogfights because of that, but we'll see, I guess. Interesting concept, though. Well, I was... After the synopsis, I'm a lot more interested than I was just watching the PV. I'll just say that. It might it might have a cute little um, is can she be human kind of thing going forward, I guess. So they were... So they're um, kind of like the uh, Arpeggio and the Blue Steel. The, like, the, they're kind of like embodied the like the cpu is embodied into a human girl and it's actually the the plane um they're saying that there's the plane and then the the girl they're not saying they're the same they created these these crazy aircrafts and then they created these girls who fly them okay so they're they're, girls that fly the plane so the girl's not the plane the girl flies the plane okay but they're both created i don't know (laughs) It could end up being that they're actually the heart of the plane. I don't know. We'll see. Like the arpeggio. I can I, I, see, I, and that that'd be completely fine. You know, it, arpeggio worked really well, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, we have Oino-san no Bukiyu, or how clumsy you are, Miss Uino. The story centers around Uino, a genius inventor who is in the third year or in the third grade at her junior high school. She also serves as the head of the school's science club and secretly falls in love with one of its members, second grade uh, student Tanaku, uh, Tanaka. I'm sorry. Using her eccentric inventions, Ueno tries to confess her love with t- uh, to him indirectly, but her attempts always end up in failure. The studio is going to be uh, Les Sprit, the who basically just co-worked with Cinderella Girls uh, Gekiju, or Gekijo, sorry. These genres are comedy, romance, seinen, and the source is a manga. This one's one of the ones I think is prime candidate for something that will end up dropping in the shorts area. Just because it's this is kind true. of an unknown studio. <laughs> and it doesn't look too high budget. But it does look like a lot of goofy fun. It that looks said. hilarious. I can't wait to see what they do with this. Um, uh, but yeah, I agree. It's probably definitely going to drop down into the short area. Just keep in mind it's gonna be. It looks like it's gonna be pretty uh, risque <laughs> with how much she teases him. <laughs> like a lot of her lift figure skirts and stuff, which I'm certain is probably gonna be something of a joke and not really her doing that. 
taking off their panties and giving her his panties. I don't know what they're doing there. We'll see when it actually comes out. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. That guy is going to be tortured, and he probably will never like girls as he grows up because <laughs> this girl is going to drive him crazy. Yeah. And the uh, girl, the main girl, is voiced by the same Seiyuu that did Satania from Gabriel Dropout. So, that's going to make that intensely more funny because... I love Satania from Gabriel. She was the only reason I loved Gabriel Dropout. And this character looks like she's personified as Satania. Did you figure out who the other girl was? Because I, I thought I recognized both girls. No, I didn't. I didn't look up the other one. Well, I didn't look up either of them. I just. Satania stands like a sore thumb. <laughs> she's very unique. And she's kind of new, so. Yeah. Moving on. Oshima Pan. Oshima Pan. Watashi ni Tenshi ga Maiorita. Maiorita? Oh my gosh. Uh, the four panel comedy manga story centers around on Miyako Hoshino, a shy college student and otaku. Miyako's younger sister, Hinata, is a fifth grader, has a classmate and a friend named Hana. We're just mentioning who these people are. Get the story. <laughs> when they meet, Miyako falls for Hana at first sight. That was probably the worst synopsis ever. They're friends, and this girl falls in love with her friend. Her his her little sister's friend. That's what it looks like in the PV. I got pretty much that from the PV. So, yeah. I want to... This is funny. This is the one that... When I watch the PV, I immediately go, I think we're going to have to create a new, a new genre. The genre is doting on Kawaii Kid. Yep. Because, like, every season we seem to have one of these. Like, this this current season we're dealing with, we have um, the the maid, the mm-hmm. maid girl. So, it, it's just this whole concept of somebody absolutely loves this adorable kid. And then we wonder if it's going to end up crossing the line. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Dodon it's, Kawaii kid, please don't cross the line Please genre. don't cross that line, yeah. <laughs> please exactly. don't cross the line, John. I understand that she is absolutely adorable when she walked in that door. Please don't cross the line. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll call this new genre, don't cross that line. Please don't cross the line. <laughs> I agree. Don't cross the line. This was my idea. Anyways, uh, Doga Kobo is the one that's working on this one. We kind of yeah, the, love Doga yeah, Kobo. Our, so. our, our, our show did that again this week. Yeah, yeah, they did definitely. Why can't I think of the name of it? It's bothering me. Uza Maid. Uza Maid, yeah. Uza Maid is, is one of those Dodon Kawaii Kid, don't cross the line. And they did. Every episode. <laughs> One line. Why? Like I said, uh, the studio is Doga Kobo, and uh, we really love Doga Kobo, so that's that's a good plus for that one. They did three of these three colors, New Game, Plastic Memories, Look and Logic, um, Myself, Yourself, blah, blah, blah. The genres are comedy, shoujo ai, and the source is a manga, and um, those can be a lot of fun, so we'll see. Strawberry Marshmallow is another one of those ones. Person doting on cute kids, don't cross the line. Don't cross that line. <laughs> uh, the 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 boy Donchi characters, the the, the Donchi uh, babysitters. It's like doting on cute little kids. Don't cross the line. Let's move forward. There's another one for that genre: is <laughs> taking care of cute cat. Don't cross the line. Dokuni uh, Dokunin wa hija Toki Doki. Atama no Ue, or the mysterious writer Mikazuki Subaru, 
who isn't good at dealing with people, finds himself to be um, to be a disturbance dealing, uh, when it comes to building his imaginary world. What in the world? Let me, let me read this. Mysterious writer Mikazuki Subaru, who isn't good at dealing with people, finds them to be a disturbance when it comes to building his imaginary world. He's a writer. Uh, one day, he ch- chances upon a stray cat and feels inspiration strike, so he begins... Uh, or he brings the cat home as his muse. Can watching an inexplicable behavior of a cat form material for a novel? Studio is Zero G, who did Battery, Sugu uh, Momo, Dive, Doreku, uh, Grand Blue, One Room. The genres are comedy, slice of life. The source is a manga, and the series composition is being done by Hitomi uh, Mieno, who did Amanchu, Shiryuki Hime. Araka under the bridge and Noragami. So decent series composition writer, or not decent, but a solid series composition writer working on this one. But yeah, the PV has me going. What is this gonna be about? Uh, definitely captures the whole kind of isolated dude with uh, a cat that just is very ferocious about a door at some point. So I'm very curious what they'll end up actually doing with this one. I, I'm not quite. I get nothing out of the PV or the synopsis for this one, so we'll we'll see if it's just cute guy with cute cat, or if it's gonna tell an awesome story that's gonna blow me away out of nowhere. I I have no idea. I I was really kind of um, curious I, as to what what was going on with it. Go ahead. I just have a weird feeling. I have just somewhere way back in the back of my head, it's telling me Andrew. This is going to be the hidden gem of the season. This one's going to be the one that you have no idea what this is, and it's going to turn out to be like, it's going to knock you out. You think so? I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to that, and I'm going to say this is going to end up being the one that nobody's seen coming, and it's going to blow us away. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> or I'm going to go, what the hell was I thinking? Uh, that's just going to make me have to watch the entire thing. It's like, it'd be terrible. And I'm going to be at like episode 10 going, this is going to do it. It's going to do it. It's going to pull it through. It's going to do something crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it looked like the guy died. We were get, going to the <laughs> gates of heaven. And, you know, the cat was going ahead and carrying him there. I, I don't know if the cat was planning on taking over his body. I, I it, it, There Dude, was a lot of things dark. going on. It's going to get dark. We'll see. We'll see. But no, that's completely normal. Cats will totally scratch the crap out of that the door. That thing was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Next one we have is Koya no Kotobuki Hiko, Hiko Tai. Uh, the story will take place in a barren frontier where people trade goods with each other in order to help uh, each other survive. The Kotobuki squadron are bodyguards for hire, led by a strict but beautiful squadron leader, an unreliable commanding officer, and a true artisan uh, artisan of a uh, crew chief. Alongside pilots who don't lack uh, for personality, they take their uh, take the air in dogfights, letting the engine noise of their Hayabusa fighters ring out in the skies. Uh, this one's being done by Studio Genba and. W-A-O World or WoW World. I'm not sure exactly how that's pronounced. Ginba worked on Berserk, the new series Berserk. And WoW World worked on Enemigatari's Time Travel Shoujo. Genres are... I don't have any genres listed for it. Uh, This one is an original. uh, Being directed by Sutomu Mizushima, who did Girls on Panzer, another 
uh, Genji Ken, Harengu, and Shirabako. And the series composition is being done by Michiko Yokote, who did Genji Ken, Harengu, Takake-san, Shirabako, and Yamada-kun. So it's, it's one of those ones where you watch the PV, you go, ew, gross CGI. You look at the studios and you go, ew, gross berserk CGI. <laughs> And then you look at everything else and it's like, this screams like they have the right people for the job. There should be no reason why Sutomu and Michiko are working on this one and there isn't a reason they're working on this one. So I have a desire for this to be really incredible, but I am very scared. It isn't bad CGI. It, again, is another one of those ones where they're going with a more cel-shaded look to it, kind of like Bubuki Boronki, kind of like... Uh, it has the same kind of oddness to the character design as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to this turning out to be something really cool because it has some solid people working on it. Yeah, I, I going based on, on the PV, I was a little bit hesitant. I, I It was one of those, this could work out um, because I do recognize the, like Andrew was saying, the Bubuki, Baronki kind of feel to it. Um, it did seem like they were very aware of... Um, g-forces and um unlike the last yeah it's like one. wow okay we're we're actually have have the hair of the girls are actually kind of moving with the gravity and stuff like that so it was like maybe and now now uh letting me know that there's uh people that i do know and trust as far as series composition and uh directorship i I, that makes me feel a little bit more confident in the show. So I actually kind of shifted around a, a bit in in my uh, kind of placement for this one. Yeah, I have a lot of positivity. My, the only negatives I have for this one is the planes look too hyper detailed. So if you have like the characters looking more cell shaded and anime style to them with very flat color or flat tones to them, and then having a very hyper detailed plane, they kind of conflict with each other. And the other thing is that I get like strong pilots love song vibes from it not the not the concept of romance but just the whole they're at this location they're at this you know they're in the mess hall and they go out and fly and so that makes me immediately go don't get attached to anybody (laughs) so hopefully it won't be like pilots love song and people die every episode after they flag the hell out of them we'll see hopefully not but yes i i'm surprising how much confidence i have in that show just based on who's working on it so if you see it and you go, ooh, CGI, you might want to give it a shot because, like I said, good people working on it. So, we'll see. Next bit we have is... Ooh, this one's... This one's a... This one's a... This is the one a lot of people have been waiting on. This is... This is... It's finally coming. This one is Kimu Rikusa. This one is a scientific fiction... Or science fiction action story follows girls who fight with weird entities named Mushi, or bugs and survive in a world of red fog. This one is, of course, being done by Tatsuki. For those who don't know who Tatsuki is, he is the guy that did Kimono Friends. He was the director and basically the creator of what we know as as being the great Kimono Friends that we watched a few... Oh my gosh, we're going on like years now. Has it? Seems like it's been a, a year and a half or so now. Uh, but yes... Of course, for those who don't know, Tatsuki and the rest of his team at Yayorozu uh, end up not being able to work on the next season of Kimono Friends, so they end up going off and doing their own project. I don't, I'm don't, i not saying that that's the reason they went off into their own project, but now they are doing their own project. Uh, they gain a lot of fame through Kimono Friends, so this is going to be 
They're, of course, they've been doing some shorts here and there, so it's not like they haven't been doing anything yet since then, but this will be their first real full project. I am curious if this will be a full long series. Um, I have another thought that this might be one that'll drop down to a short, but um, nothing really signifies that. But um, I hope that this works out for them because we love to come out of friends. I hope that wasn't a one hit wonder. It, it, That's like we exactly. said, it was it was his project. They were giving nothing for Kimono Friends, and he made that. He made the story and everything, and they made it what it was. And so that, I hope and they that, can do that again with this. That brought him into the, the spotlight, and this is this is literally a fly or crash and burn. And it, it literally will decide, this will be, and, I, and I, I agree with Andrew, I hope that this takes off and he actually gets the, the, um, the recognition he deserves for literally taking a diamond and or a a piece of coal and making it into a diamond. Now, it's all him. But I I hope that he he actually succeeds. Now, the things that I can say that make me uh, less hesitant is that we watched a couple of his shorts that he did, and while I think they were pretty much without dialogue, it was just a girl going around like some really uh, desolate. I don't even know what the hell it was. It was like a, one was like an elevator. It was like a, a empty location. This looks like it's going to be some sort of a post-apocalyptic setting. There looks like there is it's ruins. It looks mysterious. So I hope that he can pull off something really cool with that. Um, he definitely did pull off a pretty cool little atmosphere with those shorts. So again, I hope he's not just a one-hit wonder, and this is something that he can um, pull off again going forward. So. And it's really scary because Kimono Friends Season 2 is going to be the Season 2. So I don't know if that was intentional, but we will see. Uh, the negative I would give the the synopsis or the, the PV that we've seen is it literally had no motion to it. I mean, they had one girl was like rubbing one other girl's ear, but it, it didn't have any action scenes. They weren't really moving around. It was just a lot of talking with them kind of just sitting there. So that has me a little concerned. Like, okay, at least show some movement in your in your PV. <laughs> we'll see though. Grimm's notes. The animation is the next one we have. The game takes place in a world created by a, a beings known as that's, that's plural. But anyway, uh, known as storytellers at birth, all inhabitants of the world are bestowed with a book of fate. Uh, this sounds familiar <laughs> where all their lives are written in advance. Oh, maybe that's a little different. However, rogue storytellers known as chaos tellers are writing bad events into people's books without them knowing. Uh, it's all up Those to the sly chaos tellers. It's all up to the holders of the blank books of fate to seek out chaos tellers and restore the world. So being done by Studio Brainsbase, who did Kira and I, Penguin Drum, Romantic Comedy Snafu, Bacano, One Week Friends. The genres are action, adventure, magic, fantasy, and the source is a game. So. We'll see if that's going to actually turn out to be anything different. I think it is a des- technically a iOS game, so hopefully that doesn't you know limit it. But the PV did look pretty meh. I didn't really get anything out of it, so hopefully the finished product. I mean, the the character designs are solid. It didn't look like there was any wonky character designs, but maybe they were showing their best clips. We'll see. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get much from the 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 PV and the the synopsis isn't helping that much. Um, I, I'm I'm actually more curious as to what the heck's going on with their gotcha than anything out of this. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I mean, if that tells you anything, what what the heck are you gonna gotcha in, in this that's, game? It's that's, that's what's sad is every time I see these, yeah, every time I see a mobile game or every time I see a game that's or anime based off of a mobile game, it's like, how many of the characters are we gonna see that you're gonna that you mobile <laughs> your, your gotcha is based off of? It's just sad. That is the state of mobile these days. Yeah, we'll see. Plast, uh, pastel Memories, our next one. An Otaku Girls role-playing game takes place a little bit into the future in 20XX. Akihabara, which is once called the Otaku Holy Land, is now in decline after Otaku culture itself what? has declined. No. Skipping this one. Moving on. <laughs> right? What a terrible synopsis. Here's an idea. Let's destroy what you love. Anyways. Uh, is now in decline after otaku culture itself has declined. Uh, players take on the role of a manager of one of the few remaining otaku shops. The manager helps to raise various talented otaku girls, and together, players and the girls battle a virus that is infecting the world of various works, while also retrieving people's lost memories. So another game. And the gotcha are the maids that you're going to have in your little shop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the interesting thing, though, is that in the battle scenes they had, it looked like it was pretty steampunky looking. So that's cool. Steam coming out of weapons and junk. Uh, but yeah, it is. I, you I, can have a lancer made or a gunner made. And the bad guys show up <laughs> and your Taku girls run out there and fight for you. Hope you get the cute ones in your gotcha rolls. Studio you definitely is... need five or six stars. Project number nine. Never a girl online this work they've done. Uh Angel Three Piece, uh Kronos Ruler, Yo's work is never done. Et cetera, et cetera. At least they know how to do cute, so genres are action adventure sci-fi. The source, like I said, is a game. And um <laughs> the one thing I didn't notice about the PV is it had like some crazy like old school eighties anime like English rock music. Like out of nowhere, I'm like, "What in the world is this music?" So um, that was interesting. Just having that old school style pop music, but yeah, that's another gotcha game anime. Uh, next one we have is the return of Neko's favorite studio, Go Hands. This one is Weez or W apostrophe Z. The anime centers on Huka, uh, Hukia, who is probably 14 years old. This actually says it's probably 14 years old. <laughs> oh, anyways, um, he spends his time DJing alone due to his father's influence. He's listened to the house music since he was young, and he uploads videos online. He wants to convey something to someone. He wants to be recognized and become important. But being uh, getting hurt is scary. One day, while trying to get more views, he does something that can't be undone, and he sees a live broadcast from that world. Yukiya believes that he can't do anything alone, but that he could accomplish something if there were if he were doing it together with someone else. Yeah, he needs to go get a sleeping lolly out of the the hospital. Obviously, obviously. I, this, 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 I, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Th- no, I have he needs no to hopes. get a cute boy. This is, there is no <laughs> girls in this. There was one just a second ago. It was a girl. 
see and and this is the thing i i i i have not a lot of hopes for this and and the problem is is because all i see is the other show in this this is literally the second part of the last show handshakers yeah no it, it, that's exactly what it's coming out coming out to me as it, it looks exactly like no 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 the, the, like the director is going no 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 really the the story was good you guys just missed it. it come back come back and let me show it to you again they're all boys i don't know where you're getting a girl from there was a girl in one of the scenes a second ago it's probably I mean, a random citizen standing there or she or it was a guy that was that had a flannel on his yeah. a flannel shirt on his waist hat yeah probably that's possible no, this one was uh, when they were talking about this. When they were they were they were pretty heavy on the idea of it being music based. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, as much as I enjoy a lot of Gohan's music, especially with the K series, I love the music in K series. The music in this one, even though he's supposed to be a DJ and house music, it was just full on boy band music. So it's like you could have given us something fun and actiony rather than just a very generic boy uh, boy band type songs so it is one of those ones and and the gohans has always kind of danced that line between being really strong with its it's it's kind of being in the middle between the, the 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 male and the female fandom but this one feels like it's kind of pushing that further towards the uh the female fandom with the pretty boys and the boy band music playing so that's that's one of those unfortunate things that I see in it. For those who don't know, Gohan's did K series, they did Capellion, Bardock Scramble, and yes, here recently, Handshakers. My hope is that this will be them kind of taking a step back, step back away from what you didn't go with uh, Handshakers, and go back to what was successful with the K series. Maybe go, uh, maybe Handshakers was really popular in Japan. I don't I don't remember looking at the statistics when it was airing or when they released the Blu-rays if they did better with that one, but it was very well destroyed when it was when it came over here to the West, and that was mainly because they went too far with the CGI, too far with the panning uh, camera angles, and too far with just not a lot of detail put into their environments, and that was the big huge killer for it. The PVs for Handshakers were really awesome. The action scenes were awesome. But those are the only ones they put a lot of detail into. Everything that was in the show itself were just very barren environments and stuff that they were fighting in. So hopefully they don't fall into that issue again with this one. It ends up being more of a, even though they do have like the shots coming out from the bot, uh, through the ground, that kind of gives me a bad sign. But I want K-Series back. I don't want other Handshakers. If they do another Handshakers, I'll probably step away from it. I hope the music's good. I'll have to wait and see. <sighs> I love Hope. Yeah, that does look like a girl. It could just be a guy with, with long hair. We'll see. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> a, a, and... A guy and with a skirt. skirt. Yeah, a, a guy skirt. with a skirt, yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you. Uh, could, be, could, be, could be a trap. Let's see here. Let's go on to Ag- uh, Egao no Daika. This one is the cost smile. The cost of smiles is the English title they have for it. The cost. Uh, the upcoming original animation series by Tatsunoku Productions that's celebrating their 55th anniversary on a planet far from Earth. The kingdom. Uh, th- there is a kingdom full of smiling faces. Princess Yuki is 12 years old and about to enter the sensitive age in a person's life. Every day she cries, laughs, and sometimes her heart throbs with excitement. 
Uh, with all, uh, all the while, she lives merrily in a royal palace, filling her days with color and her loyal uh, are her loyal vessels. Uh, her tutor, Reira Izana, who assists in political affairs, the leader of the of chival of the chivalry, Harold. What the hell is this? <laughs> and then there is her childhood friend and aide, Joshua. Yuki, if you have the spirit and guts, you can do anything. No, not this again. Joshua, be nobler. That's weird. Uh, on the other side, Stella is 17 years old and is a capable reserved soldier. However, she is uh, always smiling, for smiling is essential to living. This is the story of two girls born on distant planets. I read that before, and that's the only reason I knew to, to interject in there that there's a different side to this. <laughs> or when we read this on the discussional podcast, that would confuse the hell out of me. Again, Tatsunoko Production is doing it for their 55th anniversary. They did Psychopath, Gotchaman Crowds, um, tons of other ones like uh, Gotchaman, Bokan, Speed Racer, yada, yada, yada. These genres are military slice of life drama fantasy. Again, the source is original. The director is Toshimasa Suzuku, or Suzuki. We did Pilot's Love Song, Fafner Dead Aggressor movie. Series composition being done by Shinichi Inotsumu, or Sume, who did Yona uh, the Dawn, Gangsta, and again, Pilot's Love Song. So, except, except uh, or expect people to die, because we have two people working on it that did Pilot's Love Song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the second time I'm bringing up that show. Probably spoiling it for people, but yeah. It's not nice. Yeah, lots of. Uh, it looks like it's two sides to a uh, war, probably two different cultures that are going to end up c- connecting via these two people, this 12 year old Yuki and 17 year old um, Stella. It does look pretty solid. The visuals look, I like the character designs. Um, the action is CGI with mechas, but it does have a, a decent style to it to make it kind of blend in with the character designs and the colors that they're using for the characters. There's a little bit too much polish on them, but I think it's not too much. So, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for this one. I I, I don't have any reason not to be. Nothing about it doesn't uh, jive with me. So, I'm actually pretty I'm I'm pretty on board with this one, and I'm always I'm always on board with the originals. I I really like the concept, and and I I I really think that it looks really good. So, I I am I'm very very excited about it um but i'm but i do have a a hesitance in the fact that there is a kind of um it feels like it's going to be very mechy and i I don't know that i'm completely on board with that as far as the story that it's trying to tell so we'll see how how it works out the only positive or the only um counter i would say to that is that the other pvs had no mecha in it it was really only this pv that we got recently that actually had the mecha in it so but yeah they could definitely have that be the the thing with each episode have an action scene to kind of fill in the rest of the story for that episode that is definitely something that's often done in anime so i'm not i'm not i'm not there's gonna be a conflict there's gonna be a conflict there yeah i i i'm 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 fine with the conflict i i hope what i'm what i mean by that is i hope that it doesn't become distracting and 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 if you're if you're th- if you're thinking that it's going to be more the story than the than the mechs, then I I think it'll be fine. It'll be probably a balance. I can totally see it being a balance back and forth. They'll use the mecha as a tool to have the conflict be present and and visual to the to the viewer rather than probably a lot of political talk. But yeah, moving forward, we have uh, Circlet Princess, another game anime. 
The game follows a fictional uh, near-future esports that utilizes a mixed reality system developed uh, developed from augmented reality technology. The story centers on a fledging team of high school girls from Saint Union Academy who pursue the sport of circlet bout. It's being done by Studio Silverlink, who did Magic of Stella, Fate Collide Liner, uh, Nanabiori, Sisters All You Need, Mitsubishi Colors, Hokoro Connect. The source, like I said earlier, is a game. So, yeah. This is a this is a sad. Uh, PV is just very basic battler girl kind of thing. So, nothing really much to go by. I'm not at all excited for this one. I the only positive I can give it is that it, it looks like the fight scenes at least look like they're animated, not CGI, and that's a huge plus. <laughs> Usually, they kind of give this stuff to just CGI. Hopefully it's decent animation. It it looks pretty good in the the PV itself, but I, I'm I'm a little sad because it is Silverlink, and they they've done a lot of really awesome stuff. So I hope that that's not something that they're hiding. They're out. hiding the 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 uh, backgrounds pretty well. That's for sure. Yeah. Next one is B- uh, Bermuda. Oh, sorry, Bermuda Triangle Colorful Pasta uh, Pastrale. Yeah, Mermaid Show. <laughs> the glittering spotlights, the sparkly, fluffy, cute outfits, the charming voices while dancing with bright smiles under the dazzling, dazzling light of the big city stage. These would be the mermaid idols who swim and dance freely underwater. Interesting synopsis. But far from the big city, the girls once lived in the peaceful village of Perel. These girls who would not even imagine such a glittering future for themselves are instead just raising a fuss over the snack cakes that they are eating. This is the story of a cheerful daily life of mermaids who strive their hardest every day. Well, the most important thing in life is your cakes. Obviously. What was that about? It went from like talking about idol mermaids to cakes we just because cakes are cakes. important why did you even bring up the idols and stuff they just want to eat cakes why don't you say this mermaids eating cake i don't know maybe it's just a setup i, I just wish setup. i understood why the why the why the why the pv looks a little bit dark i mean who's stuck in the in the window thing was stuck in the what in a crystal somebody was stuck in a crystal oh i don't know whatever seven arcs is doing it they did 27 wish boogie dog days Vivid Strike. The genres are fantasy music. The source is original. And the director working on this is Junji Nishimura, who did Bakuan, Dog Days, Glass Slip, True Tears, and Vivid Strike. The series composition is Michiko Yokote, who I mentioned earlier did Kenji Ken, Harengu, and Shirobako. So there's another one where it's like, it's an original. It's got solid people working on it. Why is this a thing? Is there actually something here? <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe it's just... Uh, you know, something to, you know, take the, take, the, take the load off and just make a goofy little mermaid show. I don't know. And the last one we have for the new shows is Dimension High School. I don't have much to go on this one. Just the synopsis. The high school boys are transported to an anime world where they are in cram school. Since then, they start school life in an anime world they are transported to. So essentially, anime characters are transported to an anime world where they do... Er, Anime schoolboys are transformed to an anime school setting to do anime school. Interesting. So it's an isekai into an the isekai. normal world. In, no, technically into their same world. Wow. That'd be like... Like 
I brain work on, had like, been like, broken. Truck mechanic isekais to a world where he's a truck mechanic. It's like okay. Wow. Congratulations. This is insane. Definitely it's like super meta. Fish out of water badly. <laughs> it's like fish out of water to, to to fish tank. I don't know. But that's a thing. All right, so let's fish run through. Fish in the fish tank. <laughs> yeah, fish in the fish tank. Fish out of water to the fish tank. Returning series that are coming back. We have for the winter 2019 season. Mob Psycho 100 is coming back for season two. Still being done by Studio Bones. Be madly excited for crazy, psychotic action scenes and weird character designs that Andrew can still not get over. But I'm I was pretty hot on it for this later part, so I'm 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 hoping that season two just keeps it going. We'll see. Did you ever finish that one? Okay. Uh Kakegururi XX. The second you season. You said that uh, you were mixed on whether or not I should pick it up oh i had nothing about it, it was going to be a launch to you i just curious if you ever did it did nothing that you'd be interested in so uh Kakiguri season two is coming back again studio mappa's doing this one um i'm hoping that it will finally give a story for the main character because that was the only real huge negative i had for the review for the season one which i have not yet re- released yet but hopefully i'll release it by the time <laughs> i review season two but again that will probably be netflix so expect that one to be another one that will probably release sometime mid next year and you were saying that maybe i'd be interested in this one mm, i don't know that's i'm i that's one that you're just gonna have to watch i i have no clue if you'll like it or not it's it's very over the top it's very king's game-ish with the psychotic weird characters and they're just try hard dark and derpy faces. Daily Live Season 3 is coming back. Or Daily Live is coming back with Season 3. Uh, one of these days you'll actually catch up. Right? I, need to, I need to catch up on that one, yes. Every so season... I, I'm, so, I'm so excited about this. Every one. season there's a show that comes out that is like the third season of something. And I'm like, I wish I got caught up on that one. We had uh, we went from uh, Dive... Not Dive. What was it called? Free. We had Free came out. And then we, then we had like uh, the, the Index, Magical Index come out. It's like every season we have something that's like crap. You get caught up. I can't wait. I, I I'm so happy that this is coming back. So yeah. I I got like eight episodes in the season one. It just was like, bleh. But again, tastes have changed a little bit since then. So maybe I'll try it again. It was on sale here recently. And I was thinking of picking them up just for that purpose. But uh, yeah, 3D Kanojo season two or Real Girl season two is coming out. Um. I didn't really like season one, but I hope that season two is better. I, I'm I'm mixed on if I'll watch it or not, but uh, I did not like season one at all. So I liked parts of it, but not really all that much. Bang Dream season two is coming out, uh, being done by Sens again. Uh, I believe this is going to be a new studio doing it this time. So I think it's going to be full CGI this time. Wasn't that what the, the, the big change that we're going to have? Was that was going to be full CGI? Yeah, they did Bubuki Bronki and, um, and Arpeggio. So yeah, they will probably be doing uh, full CGI for that one, so be expecting that. Interesting. Um, and of course, like we mentioned earlier, Kimono Friends is coming back. I hope it crashes like... <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm totally mixed on this. It's I, like, it is. A part of me, it's like, I don't want this other studio, Tomasan, to be like... I don't want them to get the flack for this, because Tomasan is not like at fault for this. But at the same time, the owners of Kimono Friends have basically 
kicked us all in the face. So it's kind of like one of those things like you, you took it from somebody that we thought did something special with it. We don't know the circumstances behind it. it uh, Tatsunoko, whatever his name, he, the the actual the team that did the original Kimono Friends could be total jerks and we just didn't know it. It could have been totally their fault. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't want it to succeed at the same time because I wanted it to be a reason why it was so successful was because that team did it. And and, and, and that's the the funny thing. It's like, I don't want to see Conflict it. Conflict of interest. I wanna, yeah. I don't want to see it. Cra- I, I, I say I want to see it crash and burn, but I really don't because I did really, really enjoy it. But okay, did I enjoy it because of the team that was behind it or did i enjoy it because it was kimono friends and so i'm really really stuck in this kind of weird spot it's it's a struggle just because of the fact that like we said before kimono friends was it was an a game that was going to come out on the on the phones on, uh, it was gonna be a mobile game it never got released on the mobile game they uh uh tatsuki and yoyoruzo they were given nothing for this he created that world he created that story he created the characters made them what they were, gave them the person, they breathed life into these characters. And now somebody else is going to take it. You literally have, the reason why it was successful is no longer a part of it. It can't succeed. There's no, there should be no reason why it will succeed. But uh, again, I, mean, I don't want to, I don't want to poo-poo it or anything like that, but I don't know. You ripped my heart out. It's almost like one of those things where I just don't even want to touch it because I don't want to have that be, I don't want my thoughts there to affect my thoughts of the show itself. So, but I know a lot of people are going to probably talk to death about it if it's going to be successful or if it's going to be trash. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Fukigen na Mononokian uh, Suzuki, or the second season from of the Moros Mononokian. This one is we were pretty hot on a lot of the stories on the original series of this one, so I am actually pretty much looking forward to another season of it. I hope it can kind of recapture what we were enjoying about, it, which was these really cute little stories that were kind of um, very mushishi-ish. So, yeah, I guess wait. it's more like Natsumi's Book of Friend-ish. It's mm-hmm. more of that flavor. So, yeah. Piano no Mori second season. So they were going to conclude the Piano no Mori series. Again, this is another Netflix series, so expect this conclusion to be somewhere in somewhere-ish. B Project Zecho Emotion, which is the second series of B Project know nothing about it more boy band kind of stuff idol stuff and finally meiji tokyo rinka is coming out for another series so if you're a fan of something about broccoli huh something about broccoli Uh, no it's haikara ramen gikanjo 4 oh that's the actual thing series based off of broccoli's romance simulation it's yeah broccoli is a producer oh okay they do. They do visual novels. It's based on broccoli, though. I thought you meant there was it's a translation based on there. Broccoli, that was Andrew. It's no. based on broccoli. Finally, we have shorts. We have three new shorts coming out. We have uh, Shingeki no Bahamut Manaria Friends, yep. which is that short Manaria and Friends Rage Bahamut series that we were talking about like three years ago, like back in 2016 or something like that. It's totally going to be so. just an etchy. It is very eerie. I don't know where you're getting etchy from, but yeah, if you're looking for a cute demon girl. Regular girl, Yuri-ish cutenesses. There, there you go. I think they originally had a genre Yuri on it when it was originally talked about. So they do look like they're kind of have a relationship going. So it's really cute. Really like the characters from Rage of Bahamut. Hopefully somebody besides Mappa can pull off something really cool here. So 
because Mappa made Rage of Bahamut what it was. I don't know how connected Psy Games was to Rage of Bahamut. So Psy Games was the one that owned it. I know they own it. I'm just saying I'm not sure how much involvement they had with the story that Mappa did for Rage of Bahamut. So there you go. Um, Amero Coco Psy G, which is Ame Iro Coco Season 5. Andy has decided that he Andy has decided that this is the reason why I will love uh Rainy Coco now. Yeah, he's probably gonna go back and get caught up on the original series because he's gotta know who the cute little lolly girl is and connect to the characters in a in a crucial way before they take over uh Rainy Colors Cafe. Because this is the one where all the girls take over Rainy Colors Cafe and they kick out all the pretty boys that were ruling it for four seasons. Except for the boss. I like these really crappy close-ups of, like, really pixelated artwork and stuff. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with their people that make the PBs for this? The boss is coming back with a lolly. That's how it all started. I just panning, get it They're now. just panning images. It's just terrible. I get it now. He's He just, like, brings back a girl, a little girl to the cafe and then just leaves it to a bunch of schoolgirls to take care of the kid, I guess. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can't have boys taking care of the lolly. And the last it's one we too have, much danger. The last one we have is Mini Toji, which is a TV version of uh, Toji no Miko, which of course is that little Sword Girls Sword. I think it was called Sword Girls or something like that uh, series that was like two seasons ago. It's just a TV version of it, which is being done by Project Number Nine. So there you go. That's it. Um, the, of course, the series that are continuing from fall 2018 into winter 2019 is Sword Art Online because that one is running for a whole hundred episodes. Um, now I'm not confirming if that's going to be rolling right into winter. I don't. I don't know that I actually seen that one in the listings for it. I do know that that was supposed to be uh, slated for four cores. So not four cores, but uh, yeah, four cores. Is it four cores? I know it's a hundred episodes of four cores. Now I'm forgetting <laughs> one of the two of them. I think it's just four cores. So be excited for that. And like I said, I'm not sure if they're going to split core it. Or if it's just going to roll right into winter. I'm trying to see if I can find it in the list. Yes, it's in the list. So, yes, it is, is confirmed to be going into the next season. So, cool stuff. Yeah, see, on this on this one right here, on any chart, they're listing it as 24 episodes. So, that could mean that they're going to go only go for 24 episodes. And then they're going to um, split court. So, expect that we will only get 24 episodes for right now for Sword Online. Two cores. Anyways, um, the other shows that are also confirmed is That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, which will go 24 episodes, two cores. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is going for 39 episodes. Magical Index Season 3 is going to go for 26 episodes. Radiant is going for 21. Run with the Wind, 23. Kake, uh, Ka- uh, Karakuri Circus, 36 episodes. Uh, Hinamaru Zoma, which is going 24 episodes. And Ace Attorney Season 2 is going for 24 episodes. So, cool stuff. A lot of really, really cool shows in there that we've been enjoying. So happy to see them continuing on. Uh, and the last bit we have here is some kind of notable ONAs and movies that are coming out. We have, of course, the second of the Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel movies coming out, Lost Butterfly. So that is exciting. We have Code Geass, the Fukatsu no Lelouch, which is the um, story that takes place shortly after Zero's Requiem. Uh, let's see here. Yojo Senki movie which is the sequel movie for Saga Tiny Evil, will be coming out. 
We have a Princess Principal movie coming out, which is a six-part film depicting a story after the television series has been announced, um, which is what that is. We have the compilation film for Made in Abyss. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Psychopath Sinners of the System, Case 1. That one's coming out. Let's see. Trinity Movie uh, 2 was coming out. I didn't know that Trinity movie, uh, Trinity 7 was even having movies, but apparently that's a thing. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Uh, the system case number two for Psychopaths also will be coming out. Uh, let's see here. That Ashita Sekai ga Awaru Toshi Temo movie is coming out, so that's interesting. Also, Matsu is going to have a movie, and for ONAs, we have Aromanga Sensei OVA. The Grisaya Phantom Trigger will come out. High Score Girl is getting an OVA. Wataku is getting an OVA. I really wanted to see that one. Uh, Ikitosen, Western Wolves. I did not know that they were still doing Ikitosen, so there you go. And that looks like pretty much it. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, uh, Don Machi's getting something. Orion no Ya. So there you go. So did you get your five together, Chris? Did you, did you manage to make it in time? Oh, I've got too many. I don't think I actually change anything. I was I usually end up writing it beforehand and then changing my mind at some point. I will say that after kind of look thinking about it, I am still really into Indro, but I did not have that. Indro and um Indro and the Kyoya no Katabuki uh Hikotai, the 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 other CGI uh anime about the girls with, with planes. What is the English yeah, title for that? That one's probably it looks like it's uh, the plane. Something about the planes. The the planes is at the end. The planes at the end. Yeah, that last word is uh, plane. Hiko utai. That's hikoki is is uh, plane. So it's good job. Maybe it's old squadron. Uh, yeah, so plane squadron in the wilderness is what. Kodabuki squadron in the wilderness. Yeah, that's they're the Kodabuki squadron. I don't know why I'm thinking that needs to be translated. <laughs> anyways uh so yeah kodobuki squadron in the wilderness that one i'm actually really interested in that i wasn't interested in before and like i said i still think that 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 cat rider guy is going to be the the hidden gem of the season we'll see but i that, think that you could be right on that i on the on the cat thing i it's, it's the only it's one, one that the, i don't know what the hell is going on with it like every other all the other ones i can probably say if it's going to turn out great or not based off the pvs that's the only one i have no clue but anyways, my my list that I had beforehand is still pretty much there. Uh, Boogie Pop is going to be my number one. I am so excited for that. Dororo is right underneath it, which is the the Mappa show about the samurai. Uh, Indro is going to be a lot of fun. It looks really cute. It's the girls that are in the demon world just having shenanigans, fantasy fun. Uh, the Costa Smiles, I still think that's going to be something pretty solid there. Uh, the Promised Neverland is right after that one. I, I don't know too much about it. Like I said, it could be totally angsty, but it does have a lot of potential there. And like I said, there's a lot of talk going on behind it. And the last one they have on there is, of course, uh, Kimu Rikusa, which is the the new show by the guys that did Kimono Friends. So I'm really I'm just really hoping that one turns out to be something cool. All right, for me, I think that I think you're right on the cat. Um, the other one that I have my kind of eye eyebrow kind of pointed towards is Cost of Smiles. I think that one. If it if it does 
does catch on really quickly, it could probably go way out of the park. I mean, just looking at the pedigree behind it, it looks like it has a solid team behind it. So I'm, I'm very, very interested in that one. Um, but I've got shield hero as my, my, one of my big ones that I'm, I'm really, really interested in, uh, clumsy, you, I think that one could be a lot of fun. Um, like I said earlier, the, the plane squadron one, that is definitely one that I'm really, really intrigued on. I really want to see where that one goes. Um, uh, the magical girl, Asuka, I think that one could be interesting. I I'm really kind of interested in seeing where that one goes. Um, but that's kind of on my, I'm not sure list. Um, Kim, uh, Kimuri Kusa. I, I really, really want to see where that one goes. I want to see if that, that does end up being the kind of hidden gem of this season, just like, uh, Kimono friends ended up being last, uh, last time that they, they came out. Um, and the Watashi, uh, the Tenshi, uh, Mayorida, uh, so the, the angel Mayorida, um, I think that one looks like it could be really cute. Um, love is war is also on my questionable list. Dororo is on my questionable list, mostly because it's Mappa. And every time Mappa does these pull back from the gobs of history shows, uh, it, it ends up being something that we're really, really enjoying. So Ushio and Tora, we're doing the, the circus one this, this season. It's, yeah, technically somebody else, but that was, they worked under them with Ushio and Tora. So I still, I still say it's Mappa-ish. <laughs> um, and then Indro, I think is on my questionable list. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing where that one goes. Yep. Yep. Like I said, the only ones that were in my list that I'm still pretty, I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm pretty excited about the shield hero, mainly because puppy girl, we don't get enough puppy girls. Come on. We need more puppy girls. And like I said, he has a, an interesting kind of style to him. And like I said, that 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 cat rider. For some reason, my mind, I, I cannot let that cat rider go. There's got to be something there. I hope they surprise everybody. I want it to do something really interesting. So, we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, that's uh, that's our rundown of winter 2019 anime season. Like I said, all this stuff is subject change. Some of this stuff can disappear. Some of this stuff can reappear. Some stuff can become short. Some can become full-length ones. Uh, it's always up till the last minute. Sometimes we've had that where like literally we, we did a preview a week before it started and like two things changed. So uh, ever changing list, but um, I think that's pretty solid. I don't think anything changed for like a good two weeks after I set this up. So yeah, if there's one that you're excited about, definitely let us know um, in the comments that we have for the thread for this particular podcast episode. Again, we hope you guys enjoy this rundown of the winter 2019 anime season and you all take care. Oh,